0: the fun at the Barbie birthday party at Walt Disney World Epcot ninety four.
1: Welcome to thirteen thirteen Harbor the podcast, where it's Barbie's world and we're just living in it. Hey Tiff, you got your Barbie cellular phone? Check. You got yours, Jazz? We'll check. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Perfect. This week <laughs> it's perfection. <laughs> I have the wonderful, beautiful, awesome ridiculously nice tiffany mink on the podcast you are too kind oh i'm i'm honest i'm too honest and we're gonna be talking about the magical world of barbie which was a show at epcot and tiffany actually was there i was there i was a little one but i was there i have
0: spotty (laughs) memories but a little bit so a lot of it was triggered by watching some
1: of the stuff too um yeah i feel very honored to have seen such a short-lived show I'm very like, so this was discovered. Um, so we went on the backstage magic tour as we, we have an episode about it. If you want to listen to it? Uh, go back into the archives and listen to it. And they were, um, we went to the costuming department and they had a costume from the show. And the um, tour guide was like, uh, like very smug, like, oh, you might not recognize this. And Tiffany and I were like, no, we know exactly where this is from. This is from the Barbie <laughs> show. And he's like, well, yeah, but who's seen it in person? And Tiffany, of course, was like flexing, like, um, yes, I have. <laughs>
0: I'm pretty sure he was like, you don't look like you're old enough to see this show. <laughs> to which I responded, I moisturized. Um, <laughs> like, I'm actually yeah. 50. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, it was, such was a cool random thing that was in that costume room. Like, what a funny, yeah. specific little piece to have in there.
1: It, you know, it's a costume that's at least what, like almost 30 years old. So it was just random, Mm -hmm. like of all the things. And it's not, it wasn't a room full of costumes. It was one costume in there.
0: Yeah. And a lot of cubicles around that little area. So it was just kind of like a, here's a little display of a cool thing that
1: we did one time. This little deep cut you might not know unless your name is Tiffany and Jasmine. (laughs) (laughs) But this really set you up because you have talked about this
0: VHS tape. Mm-hmm. Multiple occasions, and when we've kind of like talked about it, this
1: is something very deep and true to your heart and childhood. This is who I am. Like, this is me. This Barbie. So, it all starts with this VHS. Um, so, there was this VHS in, I forget when it came out, it was sometime in the, I have it in my notes. It was called Barbie's Birthday Party at Walt Disney World Epcot. It's a very Joe Rody title because it's very long, it, except it would be semicolon. It'd be Barbie's Birthday Party, semicolon, Walt Disney World Adventure dash, race to Candy Mountain. <laughs> yes. Featuring featuring Skipper and Midge. <laughs> yes, Skipper and Midge. And then they jump up in the air. And it was a video about uh, two girls named Lisa and Stephanie who took the viewer on a tour of the World Showcase at Epcot and collected gifts for Barbie's birthday. So it was for Barbie's 35th birthday. The tape could be purchased for one cent with a Barbie. I have a very distinctive memory of going to like Casey Toys and they had that and i bought the barbie and i got the vhs tape for 1 cent and it was basically gift with purchase i don't even know why they did the 1 cent thing like i don't know
0: free is like oh it's free whenever but like 1 cent that's a good deal
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is a steal people love a sale <laughs> <laughs> and um so throughout the so it's this video and the video is about barbie's birthday but it's also about the show at epcot called the magical world of barbie um, and then throughout the b- video, the girls use their Barbie cellular phones and travel in a Barbie limo. So that's the opening is a direct quote from the, except we changed the names, obviously, from the, the they're named Lisa, Lisa and Stephanie, the most 90s names of all time. True. I, <laughs> I mean, mean Tiffany l- and Jasmine are pretty
0: 90s also. That's true. Like we li- <laughs> we're we just in the alternate universe of Barbie's <laughs> birthday bash. We're like Barbie's birthday shenanigans. Like, we're just, we're in an alternate universe. That's fine. We are. We're, we were in that video.
1: <laughs> Tiff. <laughs> it's such a cheesy video. I love it so much. It's just so magical. And it is who I am as a human being. And I just, and I wanted to see that Barbie show so bad. And I was so disappointed in 1996 when I went to Epcot to find out it had closed the year before. Yeah, well, it did
0: not last a long time. It was such an odd little addition, and it makes sense in a lot of ways that Epcot, which people still say Epcot is antiquated in a sense that it's like mm-hmm. not not for kids. Very heavy air quotes on that. So you know they wanted to bring Barbie to get kids excited to visit Epcot, and then they kind of folded it in to have Barbie explore different places of the world and try to make it fit, and it's. Was-
1: Pretty energetic. It's very 90s. I feel like it's so. The costumes are 90s. The sets are 90s. The dialogue is 90s. The like, choreography is 90s. 90s. <laughs> it's it's incredible. It's like a watching a time capsule. It is. It's am- It's per. It's like almost so perfect in that it doesn't even try to be like have longevity. It's very much like this is 1994. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a product of its time. Period. Period. That's period. it. That's Enjoy it. Barbie in a mid drift. Uh, with like a pink off-the-shoulder shirt. <laughs> yeah, And she looks good. She Does uh? Play, I think it's her name is Elizabeth Simmons, the main Barbie. Um, which there had to have been. They only ever mentioned her as Barbie. There had to be several. There's no way only one woman played Barbie five times a day. I would think there eventually would have had to have been
0: another Barbie. Yeah, but she she was she was the mold. I guess the, the first and original OG. So I would assume any future Barbies were based off her and her performance. Mm-hmm. And she's a brunette. She is a brunette. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Sacrilegious. <laughs> <laughs> so a little uh, facts about the show before, because I really want to get into what you remember from the show. Because you, you were showing me some pictures, which I didn't know you had so many i'm very a very happy i will be posting as many as she allows me to <laughs> i'll scan them in high res and you can you can have all the ones i have um mattel and disney had a long-standing relationship where mattel sponsored attractions like it's a small world and sleeping sleeping beauty's castle and disney licensed its characters to be used for toys did you ever go to disneyland when you were a kid or only disney world I only went to Disney
0: World twice in my youth. Mm. I didn't go to Disneyland until like twenty ten. Uh so
1: they used to in um Sleeping Beauty's Castle, the vignettes were all like Mattel dolls, but they were bigger. They were probably like a foot tall, or at least it looks like that through perspective. Um so it was very like Barbie like and I as a young girl enjoyed that. Oh, I did I didn't know that. <laughs> And I enjoy, I believe, I couldn't find any research that it was sponsored by Mattel. I just, I believe I remember that it was. So if that's incorrect, I apologize. But I remember very distinctly the prince, like, bending over and kissing Sleeping Beauty. And it was just a very slow, like, bow. And then, but they were all dolls. So yeah, just imagine what it is now. But instead of, like, various vignettes, it was just dolls. I kind of love that and wish I saw that. It was very lush. If I saw it now, maybe it wasn't quite so lush, but through the memory of childhood, like all the costumes were very plush and like silky and it looks good. I mean, I believe that
0: everything, everything's better when when you remember it as a kid than you do as an adult. So, you know, maybe it's better that uh, you just have that memory
1: and it's beautiful (laughs) and full. (laughs) It's like the Main Street Electrical Parade. (laughs) Yep. Well, I mean, you are, you like have some flexes when it comes to Disney. Like you've done, you've gone to every park in a year, Uh, Every like international and U.S. park, um, you've done like basically every cool experience that you can, including like even when you were a kid, you were doing it. You saw the Barbie show. (laughs) That was very,
0: that was very like serendipitous. That trip was also when the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were at an MGM. Like it was a very specific time for Walt Disney World and for me to have only gone twice in my childhood It's kind of crazy that I just hit this random year where all of these
1: really temporary things lasted. So, yeah, this was like when Disney didn't own everything. So, it it kind of like all the theme parks just kind of got all the IP they could. So, yeah, they had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for a while. They had the Muppets. But, I mean, now they own the Muppets. But back then it was just like a licensing deal. So, Uh, so. Uh, For Barbie's 35th anniversary, in 1993, Mattel wanted to do a show dedicated to Barbie at Epcot. And as you said earlier, Epcot was only chosen because they wanted to appeal to younger audiences. Um, Because, yeah, Epcot, you can always tell what kind of a person someone is by what they do at Epcot. Absolutely. Yeah. Like some people are like, I just want to get drunk. Some people are like, I want to see World Showcase. Some people want to eat. I'm like, I'm that. I'm like, I just want to eat everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're like a, you just want to, like, you have like a very particular itinerary. You're like, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And it like, I loved it all. It was very like, because it wasn't necessarily like, I want to do these popular things. It was like, oh, we have to go to this spot. And if you look here, you can see this. Like, I like a few, I mean, the attractions of the attractions,
0: they don't change a lot. I mean, there are going to be like some things that happen, but I don't know. I feel like the attractions are cool and they're fun, but then there's all these other little memories or interesting things. And when you go with other people that appreciate all of the details and things that go into a park or things that are really special or different that aren't necessarily those e-ticket highlights, it's fun to go with people who appreciate that. And you can share that with, too. So that was cool. That trip was that trip was amazing. I had so much fun on that trip. Probably
1: the most fun I've ever had on a vacation. We have to do that again, obviously, after sands, pan- you know, post-pandemic. Just like cuz I di- we didn't get to go to Hollywood Studios, so I really want to yeah. hit up Hollywood Studios and I want to spend more time at Universal and actually get to go on Hagrid's. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. We can't We can't even get into that. That's a nope. whole
1: That's a whole There's another universe. Well, we're still waiting in that line. <laughs> Ugh,
0: that,
1: that was that was 2020 in a nutshell. That was getting stuck <laughs> in a tiny hallway and them announcing, sorry, Hagrid's isn't even going to open today. <laughs> Ugh,
0: what a nightmare. Anyway. Uh-huh.
1: Yes. Barbie. Uh, so um, the show debuted Thanksgiving 1993, but closed the next day to be reworked. In 30 days, 30 rewrites happened. So the show in the video we were talking about the Barbie's birthday that was the original show and then uh they changed that show and I actually preferred from what I've seen the original show songs to what they changed hot take
0: yeah maybe it's hot I the thing is I that's so weird is I remember I I full on remember having that glitter hair Barbie. That was one of the, if you bought this Barbie, you got the tape. Like, she's the one that's on the cover of
1: the tape. Yeah, the gel one.
0: Yeah, I have no memory of watching this
1: VHS. And I cannot imagine I didn't have it. It's weird how I just, I remember buying this VHS. And I was so excited because there wasn't like, you yeah, know, there was no YouTube. So there wasn't like, there wasn't Barbie programs. They didn't have Barbie TV shows yet. So it was like, this is marketed for me. And it's not like a D- Disney princess movie per se. It's something, but it's, it's still appealing to me. And I, you know, I didn't realize then how much I'd love theme parks. So it, like, I used to obsessively watch the travel channel just to watch theme park videos and discover who Joe Rody is. <laughs> the video itself
0: is cool, though, because mm-hmm. it's, we, it was a point where we all had, would have already had Barbies and have been playing with Barbies for so long. And then you get this glimpse of real life Barbie and she's like singing and fabulous and in these amazing clothes. But then you also like the the Stephanie and Lisa that host the video were basically us. Yes. So we got to watch other like cool little 90s girls having the best freaking day. So it it hit on every single like Mark, and then they yeah. go to these different countries. It was, it's a cool little video. It's a really great blend of okay, this is a commercial for Barbie and Epcot and specifically this show, but through the lens of like a 12 year old girl. And it was it rules.
1: <laughs> well, like there's a part where the um, I think it's Lisa is like just talk, like in the place where they do the wigs and this hairstylist comes up to her and she's like, oh, hey, uh, do you want me to do your hair like Barbie? Like the dream. <laughs> yes.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, which I need to I I need to talk a little bit about that moment. I don't know if we're going to go if we're going to go through the video after you kind of like go through the history of the show and we go through the video, I got some I got some notes <laughs> about some things in this video.
1: Yeah, it's definitely like I definitely have a, a favorite moments portion uh, categorized. So. Great. <laughs> oh, so the show premiered um, the rework show Christmas Day, nineteen ninety three, at the American Gardens Theater, and they actually kind of um, redid the theater and put a roof on it, which I believe it's still the same today. Um, like it's that same style theater. So it used to be, you just kind of sat out in the open. So it's, it's an indoor outdoor theater. If you haven't been, it's, I think it's like a roof and then a stage and then there's no walls though. Yeah. It's like an amphitheater, but half of it's covered for, from the hot Florida sun. (laughs) Um, and if you wore pink to Epcot during this period, you would get a free Barbie magazine done would have worn pink anyway. Easy. Yeah, right? I'm
0: like, oh, I yeah. just showed
1: up today. <laughs> like, try to stop me from wearing pink. Um, oh, so this I want to hear you talk about a little bit. So a Barbie face character went around to Epcot in a pink limo, and you could meet Barbie, Ken, and Skipper. So you actually got to do this. in In all the research we were talking about this, it said you could only meet Barbie in one area, but you did not meet Barbie in that area. No. My
0: pictures, which I sent to you, and I'll give you to post... Um, If you would like, (laughs) we are standing in front of a brick wall. Um, Ken is not in these photos. Ken's nowhere to be Mm -hmm. found in these pictures. But I have me, Barbie and Skipper, my cousin, Kristen, Barbie and Skipper, and then a photo of my grandpa with Barbie (laughs) and Skipper. I don't I can't I don't know what this is all about. Um, (laughs) Very It's very weird. Anyway, (laughs) we're standing in front of a brick wall that has, like, some blue tapestries hanging down. I'm wondering if we are, like, maybe it was raining. And maybe we had to get pushed under maybe somewhere else in the
1: American Pavilion. It looks like the America Pavilion.
0: Yeah, I don't recognize the tapestries in the background, but we're definitely not in the – what the internet says is the one – Say she meet her. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, and the actress who are the actors who were Barbie in the show weren't the meet and greet. So there was two mm-hmm. sets of Barbies and Skippers and Ken's. And um, when you first showed me the picture, I thought that you were Skipper. And that because <laughs> um, I forgot how old we are. And that your sister was you. <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah. why are you wearing a wig?
0: <laughs> yep yeah, was not was not quite that old. Um, Skipper <laughs> looks like she's signing just with the purple highlighter. Oh good. <laughs> just just a purple <laughs> highlighter. Um I'd b- be curious. I do not know sadly where this autograph book is, but I do know on this trip, I for my autograph book, because I was seven, I made little boxes in the front and the back of the hardcover of the autograph book and I drew little photos of all the stuff that we did. Oh, I have gosh, like I, <laughs> I had like I have memories of drawing little things to be like, we did this because I didn't have a camera. They probably looked like nothing, but I would really wish that I had that autograph book.
1: I remember when I was little having that um, passport, like you'd go to the different countries and you'd get your passport stamped. And that was so it's, like struck such an impression on me. I did that when we went to Epcot the second time. And like Michelle and I ran around and we tried to do it in the last hour Epcot was open. And I only got like four countries, but it was worth it.
0: <laughs> you know, I also don't remember... The limo, the big stretch pink sparkly Barbie limo, which is why I feel like something was weird with this specific meet and greet, like something else was going on. I didn't get the
1: I don't think I got like the full experience. I feel like it was kind of like, you know how like they had some things early Galaxy's Edge. I feel like it was that like they probably only had the limo for like the first couple months and then they're just like, "Eh, it's too expensive.
0: Yeah, maybe. Or just
1: honestly, if it got if it got busy, so much of a hassle. Yeah, I know that limo used to be Mickey had a limo, and it was like the limo scene, and then that's, <laughs> that's the same one. <laughs> um, so the I, I was thinking, too, the skipper in that picture looks really young, and I'm like, is this like a 16-year-old who looks 12, or is this legitimately – the 90s were a wild time, so was this just like someone who looked younger, or was this actually someone who was 14? I
0: don't know. She's – I I think she's – I think she's older, but just happens to look younger. And I think those
1: bangs are doing a lot, to be that honest. Is true. Those 90s bangs. Yeah, it is very true. Yeah, they had the shiny. This is before they started like powdering wigs. So very and they, shiny. They, well, the,
0: It's shiny like Barbie hair would be. That is true. <laughs>
1: like, that is true. <laughs> <the> super
0: <laughs> fake, shiny wig hair. Also, they they do not look like sisters in these photos. No. No. Not at all. It's just two blondes. (laughs) Like, I look like Barbie's little sister in this picture more than Skipper does.
1: Yeah, that's why I thought, like, you and your sister. sister. (laughs) Uh, um, So the show ended May 11th, 1995. Um, The show was meant to last two years but closed seven months early uh, just because it wasn't as popular as they were hoping. Like, it was – and when I was reading reviews of it, people were like, oh, it's such an awful show. I'm like, yeah, it's not the best show, but it – I, I don't know. I thought it was pretty good.
0: When you consider they had 30 rewrites,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm kind of like, at that point, you've got to get a little lost in the weeds. Like, it's a it's a fun show. but And I mean, that show's made for little girls who love Barbie. Mm-hmm. And it
1: hits on all of that. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what else do they want? What else do they want from the show? It has catchy songs, which a lot of shows don't. Um, Like Mm -hmm. I've been singing the Barbie touch for day ever since I started doing the research. I've just been singing the Barbie touch. Um, And I realized I was singing one part wrong because I thought there's a part where it's like you can dress it up. And I kept I thought they spelled the word Barbie, not dress, D-R-E-S-S it up. I thought it was B R A B A R B I E -E 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 it up. I like that version. It's, you know, and the acting is like little kid style acting. They have to keep the little kids interested um, but yeah, it has fabulous costumes. It was directed by a woman. Most of the crew were women, so that which was very rare back then, even rare today. Mm-hmm. So I just think it was a great like celebration of all things Barbie and make believe. And yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think as far as a Barbie show in the '90s, it's exactly what you would expect it to be. And that's I don't yeah I, again I don't know what else they want from it. Like, what do you want? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> more glitter. It's like. <laughs> we we got yeah like you said the great songs the great clothes we go to different places we had pretty like easy scene transitions some fun moments on stage of like vehicles transforming to other things you end with a fashion show
1: it you get to like a kid goes up on stage like so many cool things so a lot of times um that kid was a If they had like a -a Make-A-Wish kid in the audience, they would have them go on stage. So, okay, so we'll get into the show itself now. So uh, the premise of the show was Barbie traveling all over the world because, you know, had to go with Epcot. And at the time, Mattel had these, I don't know if you remember them, like Barbies that were like international Barbies. And so like they had Australian Barbie and like Barbie from China. And it was just really cross promotion, but it worked really well. Yeah, it makes perfect sense for Epcot. And then in the video, they even show like when they show each um, country, they have the Barbie in front of the country, mm-hmm. but you can see the hands of like the person manipulating the Barbie. You
0: know? Hey, she <laughs> can't move on her own. They remind you of that at the
1: end of that video. Oh, I have to! I can't wait to get into that vi- that end of that video. My fi- like, I think when you die and you you open your eyes in heaven, you hear that lady go, "Wow!" Like, <laughs> oh no. no, welcome, and you're in the pink limo. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> this is my version of heaven here. <laughs> uh, so the show um, starts with a display of Barbies that come to life. So it's not like it, – it, they don't, like, come to life. It, they show all these Barbies, and then all of a sudden they go away, and, like, th- people start popping up all over the stage.
0: It would be cool – it would have been cool if they – if there was maybe, like, a trapdoor situation. Yeah, they kind of
1: – they were also in the box. I think I if this idea. had been – post toy story i think they definitely would have done like the toys actually coming to life somehow yeah 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 i think i think you could have done it with that technology like it would have been cheesy but i mean the whole thing is cheesy oh yeah it goes <laughs> it works the part there's a part where the guy in a pink wig who has a poodle like... <laughs> and just drags it across the stage yeah. and he's a fashion designer for the ooh la, la fashion show <laughs> <sighs> uh, um, so one by one all Barbie's friends are introduced popping up um, and around the stage and the so- song Barbie's World is performed I don't know if it's called Barbie's World They just assumed because that's the main uh, yeah, lyric I think so everyone's an amazing performer like I haven't seen too many shows with like that many like amazing performers in it like everyone can sing dance Whereas great the costumes do a lot of the work too just because they're so great it's a huge cast yeah huge really. cast for like for a show that is like Not like it's the scale is probably smaller than Mickey's magical map, but with a like just as big of a not maybe quite as big, but like a very big cast for a small show. I would probably say there's the
0: same same amount of people in the Barbie show as magical map, but it's not to the scale of magical map.
1: Yeah, it's not because they don't have the the stage and the changing sets and everything, but it's Mm -hmm. definitely like because I'm trying to think it's kind of like that show that's in front of the castle at Magic Kingdom. It's like that. It, level of a show because it's like a, a, that kind of a stage but it's a mm-hmm. huge production. Yeah.
0: It's it's a, yeah, there's, I was shocked when I was watching these videos. I was shocked about how many people were
1: popping out on stage and I
0: was like, whoa, yeah. look, there's so much going on.
1: <laughs> um, I like watching the videos too because like, there's like one where this guy keeps standing up and the person's trying to film oh, around yeah? them. <laughs> I love seeing the glimpses of the other, like,
0: giant video cameras on the shoulders of people around them. I'm like, oh, man. You committed. Just
1: just standing up in the front row videotaping the whole thing blatantly. Like It's like, excuse me, princess. I need you to sit down. (laughs) Think about taking that camera on vacation in Florida. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's at least, like, a foot long and, like, a foot tall. Probably weighs, like, 20 pounds are huge. Like, this is even before the ha- – and that was considered portable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you had to commit to getting content in the 90s at a Disney yeah. park.
1: I'll tell you what. <laughs> That's why those videos are so hard to get. Like, and if you, if you have anything low light, like, you can't see it. Mm-mm. It just doesn't – nope, doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, so Barbie decides in the show she wants to take her new friends, the audience, across the world to meet new friends. Um, And throughout the show, there's a lot of jokes about that Ken has plastic hair. There's at mm-hmm. least two. <laughs> yeah. So first they visit Australia in a Jeep that converts into a plane. Now, I don't know. So Ken like is like the inventor of the show, and he brings out these vehicles that he's made. And they all started as one thing, but then they don't use it as that thing. So he brings out a Jeep. He's like, let's go to Australia. And Barbie's like, you can't drive to Australia. And he's like, okay, well, it's also a boat. The, the aspect that
0: Ken is in control, like makes these vehicles is – Lost on me <laughs>
1: entirely. Ken, Ken is just there to be pretty. We all know this.
0: <laughs> he is. He's pretty. He's beautiful. He's a great he voice. Here.
1: Yes. Oh, great voice. Yeah. Like great, like kind of Broadway style performer, Ken. Yeah. He. He's probably the, the least 90s. Like the most timeless is Ken. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, so then Barbie and Ken after that, they have a whole Australian adventure. There's a gentleman or a woman, some human being dressed as a kangaroo or not a kangaroo, um, a koala.
0: Yeah. Um. I don't remember this koala at all. Um, <laughs> where is this koala now? Yeah. I was, I was confused watching this. I'm assuming there were bar- Australian Barbies possibly at that time, given that there was not an Australian pavilion. In World Showcase, Australia seemed like an odd choice.
1: Yeah. it it's All three of the choices are a bit odd. So, okay. So, after Australia, um, they take a pink submarine and go to Africa for a safari. They don't pick a particular country in Africa. They just go to Africa. The jungle. Um, the jungle, jungle, yeah. African jungle. And then um, there's a 40s-style song about traveling in the jungle. And um, it's performed with dancing vines. And Ken keeps getting attacked by creatures, including one that attacks his butt. Um, And then they go to a pink boat slash hot air that turns into a hot air balloon, (laughs) takes them to Paris. The choices are kind of odd because – so there is kind of an Africa pavilion. There is France. There's the outpost. Yeah, the outpost. Was the outpost there in the 90s? I'm actually not sure. Yeah, that I don't know. Yeah, There was – because I remember with the international Barbies, there was an Australian Barbie, and she kind of had like a cowboy aesthetic.
0: I mean, that would make sense.
1: Yeah. And then there was one that represented Africa as well. I think it was actually Kenya specifically. And originally they went to Russia as well, but they cut that for time.
0: Oh, yeah. that I, I was reading or heard a little bit about that too. And I was like, that sounds like it would have been a very cool segment. But mm-hmm. I see why you had to cut a ballet, like an on-point ballet segment from a Disney yeah.
1: show. <laughs> 100%. For children, yeah. <laughs> so it was more like Barbie than... The pavilion. Yeah, because you couldn't go to Australia. You couldn't go. So um, they wore the Malibu Barbie. Not the Malibu. It was the gem. The Barbie with the gems under bathing suit. They wore those for that yeah. scene. Yeah. I actually like the original song, Living in the Land of Oz, which was originally in that scene, as opposed to the one that I saw in the show. You definitely know
0: the video more than I do, The that VHS yeah. tape. <laughs>
1: yeah, you could be like,
0: at minute 552, what happens? <laughs> I can't. I can't get over – those bathing suits look great, mm-hmm. but I'm like, these girls went hard and performed in, like, bikinis and swimsuits, like, multiple times a day on stage. And I'm just like, girl, that confidence. Yes. Let me – give me some of that.
1: <laughs> well, give the costume changes are amazing because they're very elaborate costumes, and they 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 do it so smoothly. Like, half the, the characters will go off and, I'm assuming, change – I had to watch it a few times to kind of figure it out. And then, like, they'll come back and do a scene and then the other half kind of go off. Mm-hmm. And Barbie will go off and then Ken will go off. Like, they don't all go off at the same time. So it does it very smoothly. Yeah, it, has
0: an, it has a good flow as far as who's on stage at what point and how they kind of transition between, like, being on stage and off stage. I was impressed by, I do think, I think it's a weird choice, but I, it kind of makes sense, the microphone handoffs. Yeah, because the only people that are mic'd are Barbie and Ken, but then her friends like have various lines, and they very sneakily will pass a, a handheld microphone back and forth. And if you're not like paying close attention, you don't even see it happen.
1: Yeah, I didn't even notice that. But now I'm thinking about it, you're right. Like they all had the the handheld for their lines, and then you know for singing, I'm sure the stage was mic'd for all of them, or it was pre recorded um, for the backup track. Yeah, it was just very, like, a very well-done show in terms of, like, stage production. Very mm-hmm. well done. Good job, director, whose name I had written down at one point, and I took it off because I thought nobody would want to know. <laughs> but she is a woman. <laughs> um, so then this is my personal favorite part of the show. Uh, in Paris, Barbie must help the La Fashion Festival of Fashion because all the designs are hideous. Uh, Barbie touch is performed, and Barbie helps accessorize the models because if you want the Barbie touch, all you have to do is accessorize. Yeah, it's it's it's
0: according to the lyrics: confidence, pizzazz, and imagination is the Barbie
1: touch. Yes, her and Dreamfinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh She's my gosh, Dreamfinder! <laughs> I ship it. I ship it. She's gonna leave Ken. Gonna go off a of Dreamfinder. <laughs> Um, also, Ooh La La Festival
0: of Fashion, don't you dare throw festival in a word at something in Epcot and it not be a real thing.
1: Oh, no. Like it has, they should have a fashion show. They should have French food or just international, like beautiful fashiony food. Like have it. Ooh La La Festival of Fashion. Give me an yeah. Epcot fashion show. Why? Give Disney, me a Great idea. You're welcome. <laughs> you were close. You were so close. Do you think if the show had gone on for a few years, they would have the Ooh La, La Festival of Fashion? God. I only hope so. Ugh, have the Barbie hope. touch. <laughs> <laughs> the Barbie touch. The songs oh. are such bops. Uh, all the, like, I encourage anyone to at least watch the video we're talking about. I'll put the link in the description. It's just because it has like the greatest hits in there. It is a bit of a chore to watch the whole show just because the recordings are not great. Um, but, yeah, it's just the songs are, as the the kids say, bops. They're
0: bops. They They're bops. slap, as they, they would slap hard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any memories of the show itself or just, like, through pictures? The biggest thing, like, weirdly, the biggest thing I remember is the fashion
0: show part. Because I Best think part. the extravagance of the outfits, you're just like, wow. And I remember the vehicles. Yes. I didn't remember any of the songs. I couldn't have told you that they went to Australia or Africa, but I remember the vehicles really specifically. And I don't know. I don't know why that is. Maybe I thought they were cool that they kind of transformed from one thing to the other. But that was definitely the biggest thing. And then that finale. And I remember being very angry and jealous that another kid got to go up on stage (laughs) and get dressed like I, I'm like, why wasn't that? Me? I remember not being able to like understand like why that couldn't be me, and I was just like, oh. we would have given them a show.
1: Like, because a lot of the kids uh-huh. that went up there were kind of just like quiet, didn't say anything, didn't do anything. We would have, we would have given them a show. Oh yeah, I would have hammed that up for sure.
0: <laughs> so much pressure. Like, I'm like, do these yes. girls if if they didn't know that these kids if they didn't know who they were and it wasn't kind of a pre planned thing. Where they the kids knew that they were going to be going up if they actually randomly pick somebody that's a lot of pressure to jump up on stage and yeah meet Barbie yeah a lot of kids probably just ran off I would imagine because like ran to their mom I'm sure a lot of kids when they were like all right do a fashion show they just kind of stood there and they had to like improv their way out of it yeah and that Polaroid photo
1: op oh yes oh. Like- I would if 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 you are you know anyone who has these polaroids, please send them to me at thirteen thirteen harvard the podcast at gmail because I, I want to see them. <laughs> and I also would love to see any yes. of those. Anybody has any photos from the barbie oh, yes. show? Any please personal photos? Send them. Oh yes, I would love to see those. Like I, even seeing yours, I'm like I love all of these. I'm just gonna <laughs> put my head over your head like. <laughs> <laughs> So like I was there. <laughs> uh, so they had the fashion show, and it depicted gowns inspired by international fashion. Um, it's very like what a little child would think of a fashion show—like mm-hmm. big puffy white feathery numbers. And it's all—I think it's like mostly all dresses. We saw. So the outfit we saw was from this portion. It was, I believe, the cat suit that was like leopard print with the fur coat. Is that one? Yeah, it's in the background oh, so of it's one a of a dress. My pictures. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't a cat oh no, no, no. It was originally supposed to be a cat suit, right? The, and then they changed it to the dress.
0: The original one was the one that was in the video. Yes. The VHS. And it was the one that had like the butterflies on it. It was like black and there was big butterfly sequins. And then they changed to this that was more like butterfly in theory. Yeah. Or like more the idea a dress, of a butterfly. Then be yeah, then be like
1: there's actual butterflies on this mm-hmm. garment. The original one was more like what you would possibly actually see at a fashion show. And then the second one was more like, oh, no, this is for Barbie meant to appeal to young children.
0: Yeah. I mean, everything's very exaggerated and it's very lush and it's big. It's it's very couture. Yes. um, Very not wearable.
1: Yes. Very 90s, like the one shoulder off the layers of um, white lace and... You know, they have, like, the Scottish—I believe one's supposed to be Scottish because she's wearing clad. Um, they have one representing, I believe, China, one representing Mexico, like— There's but Italy it's, it's, and Rio. Yeah, um, like, inspired. Yeah. Not, like, a costume, but, like, inspired by those countries. Yeah. We should do that fashion show at D23.
0: I literally, <laughs> in my notes, have, we should all do the fashion show finale looks, and I want to be the one in the big hat or the ruffly floral jumpsuit, if not Barbie—
1: Oh, yes. I mean, you would make a better Barbie, but, like, I would actually be fine with – I mean, I would love to be Barbie, but I, would, I I'm, ball gowns are a pain, so I'd be fine with any of them. I love the one with the fan. Like, just oh, walk yeah. down and, like, pop a fan out. Like, that pop was – it. That was good. Oh, yeah. There's uh, – the Scottish one, they're all good. Like, you can't go wrong. Yeah, they're amazing. They're just beautiful. So, at the end of the fashion show, um, Barbie comes out in a white gown, which I believe was actually a real Barbie gown – um, for like one of the fancy Barbies and everyone applauds. And then, then they do the thing where they bring the l- little girl up on stage, which now I would hope they would bring up any l- or adults to any child or adult. <laughs> and they, they put a, like a pink dress on them. They like put some glitter in their hair. Like they mess with their hair, but they don't really, I don't think they do anything to their hair. They just kind of like tousle it we a have little like bit. That little hat, like that weird oh, yes, little a hat.
0: Hat, 90s only hat. 90s
1: bridesmaid. Hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 90s bridesmaid hat. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And then they kind of – oh, and then there's – in the video I saw, one of them, Ken, like, interviews the girl, and she's from Corpus Christi. And Mm -hmm. he's like, Corpus Christi, Florida. And Barbie's like, no, that's in Texas. And I really want to know, was Ken just funny, and that was really, really good improv, or did that actor not know? <laughs> or he <you> messed up?
0: <laughs> I'm wondering, like, the whole bit feels like it was, like, an improv moment, yeah. like, in the spot. Like, I think maybe he did think it was in Florida for a second. And Barbie's mm-hmm. like, no, definitely <laughs> Texas. And <laughs> they just kind of, yeah. yeah, they just kind of, like, worked it out. It was so funny. Like, what a moment to have on camera.
1: Yeah. It's like, what a great thing to capture, like, for one of the few instances of this being captured. Yeah. I just thought, like, that was the actual, as an adult, the only moment I really laughed. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, that was. (laughs) (laughs) And then so the the cast sings the finale together and um, they actually do sign language. And I believe some uh, one of the videos said it was the first time like the entire show had a sign language number. And the actress who played Barbie said it's because they wanted Barbie to be very inclusive. And it's about like communication and friendship. So I just I thought that was a very beautiful sentiment. Yeah, it's
0: beautiful. Yes. Why do we not do that more? Why is that not normalized? It's so beautiful. That was in the 90s and we mm-hmm. still don't have that in shows in yes. Disney right now. Like
1: what? I <laughs> on that Disney like. No. And it's yeah, it's a beautiful show about friendship. Okay, so do you just have flashes of vehicles in your mind?
0: Yeah, the I have the flash of the boat. I think the boat Barbie going the whatever she the one that she's sitting on like, she sits on the edge of it, and she just, like, is waving at everybody. Yeah. I think Which that's
1: you, in the beginning. I mean,
0: I it yeah. it makes sense because I, it was probably like, Barbie waved at me in that moment, and that's why that's kind of kind of in there. I don't remember the uh, hot air balloon portion, but I feel
1: like I remember the submarine just because it's just big pink moving thing. Well, and they play yellow submarine, like a off-brand version of it when the submarine comes out. By the Beatles, oh, and I, I did just not uh, catch that. yeah, it was, but it was like I get like because I I've had to do like for movies like have to like find an alternate song, so I was like, oh, it's Yellow Submarine, but they changed like four notes. L O L. And yeah, Ken, he's like, it's <laughs> like maybe this is just me being like a weirdo. Like Ken's like, okay, girls, close your eyes now. Take this thing and blow into it, and then they blow up the hot air <laughs> it's balloon. It's <laughs> so weird that the fact that Barbie's <laughs> friends inflate. The hot air balloon, like they're
0: blowing up a regular <laughs> balloon is so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> I was I was like watching it and the whole, like there's so many moments that I couldn't help but be like, would this happen now?
1: No. Would this there's ever so happen things- in a show now? <laughs> Like there's nothing like outright like oh people would get canceled for this but there's definitely things where it's like oh they wouldn't that, that wouldn't happen now like that even like things they wouldn't get away with or like back when we were younger I feel like there was more like hidden adult humor in things that mm-hmm. just went over our heads I don't 100%. think they would allow that now even a suggestion of it
0: no I don't I don't think they
1: would at all Yeah
0: um I think even even thinking about Barbie sitting on the edge of a boat without having that cast be clipped in, like that probably couldn't even happen anymore. Oh, no.
1: Well, they had pyrotechnics inside, like in the enclosed area. They mm-hmm. released doves. They would, I don't think they would do that anymore.
0: They do in a few other types of theme park oh, shows, but they're it's right. very contained to that. They would never release doves immediately before or after pyro, though. Yeah. They <laughs> wouldn't be stored in the same place. <laughs> there would never
1: be Pyro at the Bird Show in Animal Kingdom or Animal Actors. Ken's driving, like I'm assuming he's driving the actors the vehicle himself. And he drives it's a very small stage and he's driving these vehicles all over. That wouldn't be allowed now. Like <laughs>
0: No, it probably would be remote controlled. Yeah. If not on, on a track. track.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the video, they interviewed the um art director, and she was saying that they wanted things that transformed. So they wanted like a boat that transformed into a balloon. It is. I do wish it was like the same vehicle and it kept transforming. It. It that feels like cool. Ken just has like f- a fleet of vehicles that he's like brings it out and Barbie's like that doesn't work. And he's like, well, it can also do this. <laughs> yeah, Ken. def I mean, Ken probably thinks that. Um, where was
0: the place? Uh, the girl was from. That's in Texas. Oh, Corpus and, Christi. Uh, Corpus <laughs> Christi. Like he probably doesn't know where that is. If he does, if he thinks that you can drive to Australia. <laughs> So it makes it really plays into that Ken doesn't know anything about
1: geography. (laughs) They do kind of have that subtle shade of like Barbie's like very smart and Ken's a little dumb. Kind yeah, it's it's in there. It's it's in there a little bit. (laughs) Like she knows about koalas. She knows she's the one who Ken doesn't want to go into the jungle. And Barbie's like, let's go, like because their tour guide quits right before they're supposed to go in. And Barbie's Mm -hmm. like, don't be chicken. She doesn't say that, but like let's go in. And Ken just keeps getting attacked by. (laughs) Every animal.
0: <laughs> I love it because Barbie can be everything and anything. And that's her whole story. I think they play with that really, really well. Barbie wouldn't be afraid to go on a safari. Yes. And Barbie wouldn't be. She would be excited to go to Australia to party on the beach and save koalas. Mm-hmm. It's she she can do it all.
1: Yeah, it is like if Barbie was a real woman, like she would be that per- like the doctor and Doctor Who, just like somebody who can do everything is fearless I know I've always taken a somewhat of a side note. I've always
0: been upset when people hark on Barbie for being, I mean, yes, she has some unrealistic proportions. A lot of that's changed. Like the thing that things that are happening with Barbie right now are absolutely incredible. Um, And Mattel's like soup, it's, it's amazing. But even then, yes, Barbie was very skinny. She had very big boobs. She had like, she was... Very extreme in a lot of ways physically, which can translate to not, you know, positive body image for little girls. But she all and she like wore crazy, these fabulous clothes. But she also was a vet and a doctor and a scientist and an astronaut. She did everything. And that,
1: I mean, Yeah, And she was nice and polite and, like, made friends and, like, didn't discriminate and was just very, like – it was, like, a trendsetter. So, yeah, she's – I think she's a great role model. Like, yeah. But, like, you could say that about any actor in Hollywood. Like, anything. Mm -hmm. It's always unrealistic for most people. So, yeah, as an adult, I really – I appreciate it a lot. That, like, that was one of my role models. I know for me as a kid,
0: when it came to Barbies and toys, I was way more focused on the – imaginative part and the creativity part and what can I what can I play and what does this mean to me and I don't cutting their hair and cutting their hair I don't know that I even had a full on grasp of the concept of like Barbie's body which you know the 90s is also a different time to be a kid and when you're a kid now you're exposed to so much more at such a younger age and so many forms of medium that I I'm unsure of how how impactful that is now. I'm sure it's considerably more impactful now than it ever was when we were kids. Um, So I'm glad to see that there has been a pretty significant shift as far as how Barbie and Barbie's friends and everyone is presented. And you can kind of get yourself, you can see yourself and your friends and your family across all these different dolls. It's beautiful. It's amazing.
1: Barbie's iconic. She changes with the times I love her so much. (laughs) I heard a quote from the woman who invented Barbie and she was saying, I never like project what I want to see with Barbie. I reflect the times because she was interviewed and they're like, oh, how come the original Barbie, she was a nurse, not a doctor. And she's like, because that wasn't like a career option for most women back then. I wanted to reflect what women were actually going through at the time. So Mm -hmm. in that way, Barbie is a great snapshot of history and like how, how, how we progress. And in a lot of ways, Barbie is very progressive. And like you know, introducing new like diverse characters and
0: and like 100%. just her career and
1: her, her woman power. I think yeah. The only I never thought about Barbie's body either, except that like I was probably like, oh, I want boobs one day. Like,
0: no. yeah. May, I mean, maybe yeah. something pretty, something that is you know for a a little girl eventually that will puberty is inevitable. For yeah, like you, you want to be part, a woman. But, yeah, yeah, and that's that's kind of a pretty that's a pretty obvious signifier as from a kid's aspect. So I definitely get that
1: for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of issue body image issues with Barbie. I mean, this is just my personal experience come later. I think as a kid, I just was, unless it was just very like under like subconscious and I didn't think about it. Mm -hmm. It was just very, yeah. And like the actress who, I know originally they were saying they wanted to cast like a six foot tall actress. So they, they cast a more like, I mean, she's beautiful. And like, model and exceptional, but like someone who's like actually like a human being can look like that. Yeah.
0: I mean, they're all like super skinny and fit. And I I feel like a lot of that is the nature of being a professional dancer also. (laughs) Um, So that's like, to me, that makes sense. But yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you never, you never really know. Like, I can't go back and say that for sure what five six seven year old me was taking away from those and maybe how that lasted through any other form of like childhood or middle school or high school or any of that I'll I'll never be able to fully unpack that to know but I'm just glad that the kids now that are playing with Barbie and it's not just like little girls anymore I I wouldn't I would never say that Barbie is only ever for little girls ever Mm -mm. but it's so much more inclusive now where it's so much more like
1: normalized and well yeah they have gender non-binary barbies now Mm -hmm. where you they're very neutral they have yeah it's just great that you know and yeah i did think one of the things in the show was they're like okay what little girls own barbie what moms own barbie and now they would be like who owns the barbie who yeah parents own a barbie what grandparents because like it's you know it's a doll i know lots of um all sorts of people who had barbies like it was just a great Toy. It was just like a human being. You were just playing with like a cool human being. Yeah. With great clothes. With the best clothes. <laughs> the best clothes and the best like minivan because I love pink in the house. And I broke two Barbie houses and two Barbie pools because they tried to get in them. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you have – I had one of the Barbies.
0: It's funny because I, I can tell by how my hair, my age, and weirdly enough, my teeth look in these photos – that that Christmas of that same year, I got that my size Barbie yep, I had in the too. wedding dress. And like there's a very – I'll have to try to find it somewhere. There's a home video of me walking out with this because the whole concept was this Barbie was like three and a half four, – like four feet tall. Yeah. And you could wear her clothes – and they got me the wedding one and I had this like put on this wedding Barbie and it was like just a little too big or I, I, I was just a little like too tall and I can't, it's, I look a nightmare, but I am beaming. I had
1: the ballerina one and I remember I grew like I had my woman body at like 10, like not quite what you have now. So I think like I was always kind of tall for my age and like just more developed. So I remember I couldn't get that dress on. And it was stretchy, Mm -hmm. but I was just like, uh, but I was probably eight and I was probably the size of like a 14 year old. But (laughs) yeah, I I remember I destroyed that bar because I took Play-Doh and I wanted to give her a facial. So I made her a face mask, <laughs> and I like destroyed her hair, and got yeah, you know, my skincare passed. <laughs>
0: for real, I was, I'm like unsurprised by any
1: of that. Like I, <laughs> your your skincare routine and your love for skincare is deeply rooted. <laughs> she wanted, to, you know, she was having some acne. She needed a good face. mask. I love that. Oh my god! I, I was- remember I mixed every play doh together, and it was like the purple color. And I put it, and I had little like eye holes and a mouth hole, and it just got caught in her hair. I very distinct memories of this i also remember trying to cut ice because i wanted to make a barbie um, ice skating rink and i didn't want to wait for the water to freeze and i cut my finger with a butter knife <laughs> oh
0: my gosh i love this podcast is just we've really gone off the deep end yeah. in barbie and body image and yeah. <laughs> crazy childhood memories <laughs> it's all a,
1: the tapestry that
0: is I barbie love it. i love it <laughs> You know, well, these aren't gonna. These experiences are not unique to us either. I'm sure there's a oh, ton no. of people who they're the same age as us and have had the same experiences.
1: <laughs> we all did weird stuff like with our toys. Like that was just that's a part of growing up. <laughs> um. So I just So yeah, as I mentioned earlier, in 1996, I remember specifically we went to Epcot and my mom asking a cast member because you know we didn't like have the we had the internet, but you didn't really have like Google and stuff. Asking a cast member like, oh, where's the Barbie show? Because I had the VHS and they're like, oh, yeah, that ended like a year ago. I was so sad. <laughs> I can't even
0: imagine
1: trying to process that as a kid. <laughs> to be so close. Yep, so close. And like, I'm sure I went on Journey into Imagination. Don't remember that. Don't remember Spaceship Earth. Um, I'll, I do remember Maelstrom. For some reason, that one hmm. stuck out in my head because it, it scared me a little bit.
0: Well, that would make sense.
1: Yeah. The the troll coming out of the water. I remember that. Did not like that part. Um and going backwards. That was very intense. But yeah, for some reason, I wish I remember Journey into Imagination. Just side note.
0: <laughs> the only this is weirdly enough, the only flashes of Epcot memories that I have from visiting the park. Mm. Um, I I have like more memories, way more memories of MGM and uh, some flashes of magic kingdom but mgm is really the thing i remember the most weirdly enough i remember mom's diner i do remember that pretty well i remember the voyage of the voyage of a little mermaid i have super strong memories of that which that was my favorite movie so that makes sense um the there was a disney afternoon show yes i remember that super clearly they had that at disneyland too but this is the only thing from Epcot, which if, you know, they, they made this for kids, then that's, they did it. They did it. It, it was, it,
1: they knew, like, God knew you were supposed to be on this podcast. So you, <laughs> you remember that. And he's like, I will give her these Barbie memories. <laughs> <laughs> the Barbie touch. Uh, so now we're going to talk about Barbie's birthday party at Walt Disney World Epcot. Uh, so yeah, buckle in, get ready. Because <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is the best. Okay. So, so tell me your notes you have, Tiff. Um <laughs> The
0: for starters, the Epcot pylons that you see, like in the very beginning, they're back. They're back. Yeah. I I was just like, oh, just (laughs) hit me in the face. I am incredible. I can't believe it. We're back. I'm also like, this is this is Barbie's 35th birthday and she's deciding to celebrate it at Epcot. And I'm like, am I Barbie? Yeah, we're Barbie. (laughs) This is that's what we're that's what
1: we're doing. That's what I'm going to be doing. I mean, that's and my next birthday. So let's go to Epcot next June and we'll celebrate Jasmine. And we'll do a video and we'll interview people. <laughs> and then the year the year after that, we will go
0: back for mine.
1: Yes. <laughs> and the, this is what we do now. You go to Epcot for your 35th
0: birthday. We're going to make that a trend. <laughs> um, I couldn't get over the World Showcase buses. I remember those. I do. The double-decker ones. I I have no memory of those at all, but I just... Can't help but how cool – like, think about how cool those would be now, but they could never happen because it's too
1: crowded. And too many drunk people would probably try to get on them. <laughs> oh, truly. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. No, we can't have those ever again. Nope. And then they also, I remember, had boats that would go, like, across – because it's it's a long way to walk all the way around. They had boats that went from the American Pavilion to the the front part.
0: Oh, we still have them. The okay. friendship boats oh, are still
1: around, Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't see that last time I was there, but it was also winter.
0: They're very slow, Mm -hmm. um, but they they do get around. I do like that the girls jump around so much. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, this is not the way to do
1: Epcot, ladies. You're going, (laughs) this makes no sense. Um, Don't even go to Canada, which is like one of the better pavilions. (laughs) It's very true.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, The shirts that were painted in China were really cool. Double happiness, yes. <laughs> eating eating in Italy, I'm like, there's not – that outdoor seating, d- dining does not exist in Italy. And there's no. way too much spaghetti B-roll.
1: Yeah. <laughs> too much. And no, I one, love how excited that the waiter is to, like, be telling them about spaghetti <sighs> and then the girls just eat it. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, this – these, like, stereotypes of yeah. just
0: – oh, no. He was definitely – he was definitely so over the top.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they're uh, like, "Who is the most like outlandish worker you have here?" And they're like, "Oh, it's Antonio. He's he's hilarious. <laughs> we'll take him." <laughs> no one races to eat
0: spaghetti. That's horrible.
1: Yes, <laughs> no one wants that. I hate it. No, <laughs> I remember the crane that they made in the, um, Japan. Not the crane. The um, the ball was. Mm-hmm. I wanted that so bad. It's like this beautiful origami ball that like, like you could hang it like, and it had little cranes on it. And I just thought it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen.
0: That's like, funnily enough, one of the probably only things that you could make at home, if you looked at some, um, like find some YouTube videos unfolding cranes. And yeah, that, that ball looks like the Epcot ball, which is cool. I didn't even think about that. You're absolutely right. So I bet that that's done on purpose it have to be. It's beautiful, but it's very, like, faceted, and the colors they use look like the Epcot
1: ball at night. Yes. I like she makes the frogs that can jump, and then um, Stephanie's just like, yes, and I, that would be me, too. And then the little cranes. And they, they don't – I think that she shows them how to make it. It's one of those things where it's like someone who, like, could make these in their sleep is acting like, this is so easy. You just do these 500 things, and it's, it looks like this. And you're like, <laughs> um, What? I'm not why does mine look like a wad of paper? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, they have a part where um, they go on a boat and they get really excited to go on a boat and they um, go and there's like a bunch of little girls and they make birthday cards for Barbie. And Super I was like, cute. why couldn't that have been me?
0: <laughs> I don't remember that being a thing either. I don't, I don't know if that was just a promo for the video that they I'm did. I'm sure. I, yeah, I'm sure it had to be. Yeah, it would have been a cool activity. It's funny because that was something that was when New Fantasyland in Magic Kingdom was being built. There was supposed to be an area to make birthday cards for Sleeping Beauty's 16th birthday. Oh! And then it completely got cut.
1: Oh, no. That would have been fun. Even uh, if, like, you kept the birthday card or they put it up somewhere, like, it would have been
0: super fun. What a fun little line to draw.
1: I was watching that yesterday, and I was like, those little girls are our age or older. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Th- that's our age. Like, Stephanie and Lisa definitely got to be a little bit older than us. Yeah. But the girls that were making the cards are definitely people we could know.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> those are all of our peers. <laughs> they, they're they out there. They're listening. They are. Hello. Do you want to be friends? Tell me about Barbie. <laughs> friends of Barbie. <Bobby. laughs>
0: The one thing I could not get over – well, okay, I will say I thought it was very, very cool that Stephanie was doing this, like, behind – so much behind-the-scenes stuff. I think that was really cool. I think it was interesting to do that for and, – and such a such a medium that was for kids. Yes. And it was, like, about the show, but it was really being like, yeah, this is a – it's a show, and, like, these are things of a show. They never say it isn't not real Barbie – But they're like – and she's like, just like when you know tap dancing, like, you have to rehearse. Mm -hmm. So they They work really hard. Uh, So it was really – it was a really cool and interesting way to show that to kids. What I could not wrap my head around was when she goes to get her hair done and she's like, (laughs) this is where Barbie gets her hair done. And there are wigs on the table. Yep. (laughs) And I'm like, literally, where's the character integrity?
1: What is happening here? (laughs) Barbie gets – her, she gets her hair done here, but her—that's a wig, full-on wigs, and it's a Barbie wig. It's not like one of her friends. Like that is clearly the Barbie wig. And I also love that that lady who's like very this hardworking woman trying to like get her her money is like, oh, I have some free time on my break. Do you want me to do your hair? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <sighs> that whole. Like, honestly, she's like, do you want me to do your hair? And then when it was finished, I was like, wait, what
1: changed? <laughs> it was a ponytail. She went from a, a half pony to a full pony. And I think it was a little more curly, but Maybe, not much. Yeah. Sure. I, could, I
0: was like, what, Stephanie, what just changed? Same scrunchie. <laughs> and then it took Lisa a really long time. I felt when they saw each other for Lisa, like they, they had a whole little back Thanks. and forth yeah. before she was like, wow, your hair I was like, if it was really different, that would have been the first thing you noticed.
1: I love the little vest. Um, I forget. It was either Stephanie or Lisa's wearing with like the little like flowers. And it's like a patchwork vest. I would like that now, please. I know. The, the fashions on those girls are great. Um, their energy
0: is at a 15. And why are they yelling mm-hmm. the whole time? They're so excited about Barbie. <laughs> Everything is yelled. Uh, but they did. They, they did great. They are not. Yeah. They are not reading anything. No. Um, their lines are completely memorized and they deliver them with so much energy every time I want to know where they are now.
1: Yeah. I'm like, why are they not like hosting a show right now? Like one of them should be a news anchor. I remember those phones. And I remember even as a kid being like, those aren't real phones. Those are toys. I have that. <laughs> Cause they have these pink Zach Morris, Barbie phones.
0: <laughs> I was like, my first, sadly enough, my first I think when I saw that, I was like, did we have cell phones at this point? (laughs) My
1: uncle had one and I didn't know anyone else who had one. My uncle had one of those really big, like not a pink Barbie one, obviously, but like the Zach Morris phones. Mm -hmm. They were very rare. Like even in, I didn't get my first cell phone until I was in high school. Same. So they were, yeah, they were not common. I remember I had a flip phone. I wanted that so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Did I ever have a, I think maybe I had a flip phone, my first
0: one, I think. And I had it decorated in Swarovski crystals. You would. I did. I love it. (laughs) That's that's the Barbie phone. (laughs) That is. They got it
1: wrong. (laughs) (laughs) The Barbie touch. I love that they have those little girl purses where all that's in there is like just their Barbie phone. (laughs) Everything
0: about it, like like I said earlier, it's just a time capsule. It's just this is 1993, 94, unapologetically. Uh, it was amazing. I love when they're when they're like watching the show and the show is very clearly happening behind them. Mm-hmm. But they have their backs turned to the show and they're reporting with their microphone. <laughs> like they're like, like live. sports commentators. <laughs> Incredible. I'm like, this is so good. What a fun thing for those little girls to be able to shoot. I would tell if that was me, I would tell everybody I met that I did that.
1: Oh yeah. For the rest I, of my
0: life. <laughs> I would introduce myself and be like, hi, like my name's Tiffany. I hosted um the the Barbie Epcot birthday party celebration. Have you seen it? You can have this this VHS for one cent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh,
1: yeah. Be- I remember um, one of them was like, the Barbie party is going to last all night. I was like, no, it's not. It's no, gonna it's not. going to last till like seven. <laughs> World Showcase closes at nine. Get out of here. <laughs> Once it gets dark, <laughs> it's not happening anymore. I'm jer- yeah oh and I love the end so the whole like last five minutes is just a commercial for the new Barbies that are coming out mm-hmm. and the lady has like a vague like mi- like a Wisconsin accent which she hides most of the time but then there's a part where she's like talking about Barbie in her hot pink bikini that was like the phrase used and she's like wow and she gets so excited and I just think of that wow I say that to myself all the time. <laughs> Wow. Like, I can't even do it justice. It was even more like wisconsin Yeah, it's like, <laughs> look at those rhinestones. Wow. Like,
0: <laughs> look how they sparkle in the sun. <laughs> Incredible. The stop motion Barbie in the beginning of that was so <laughs> unsettling. It was, and it even says like Barbies don't move or talk is sh- shown. I'm like, I hope not. When it said that, I was like, literally, what am I about to watch? What <laughs> what is even coming up? All the Barbie commercials, it's how you see in other clips where somebody you, their hand is off camera and they're moving them, but this was full on a full length weird stop motion. Sometimes her mouth moved, but not all the time. It was not It's the. It's not not good.
1: It's no. not good. <laughs> It's if they were trying to make a horror movie, very good. Great job. It's very creepy. No, 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 no. no. I also love back then, they were very into saying the year, like, Welcome to Epcot 94, Epcot 95. Mm -hmm. Like, they're very into, like, this is the 90s. You better not forget it. And it's like, How can we? How can we? We can. Look what's in front of me. I know what year it is. (laughs) I'm trying to think. So they, and they had a part where they had different people telling Barbie happy birthday. They had someone from the France Pavilion. They had, um, like, someone from the Mexico Pavilion, German Pavilion. I remember the British guy because he's like, happy birthday, Barbie, from jolly old England. Like, very excited. I thought that part was really cute. Oh, and then my, how could I forget my favorite line? They get uh-huh. a cake made by the French baker. He's mm-hmm. like, for Barbie's birthday, I have made a very special, very delicious cake. Same magnificent. Yeah. Michelle asked our waiter in the French pavilion at Monsieur Paul's to say that. And he was like, okay, and he just did it. And it was the best moment of my life. I've, I've been
0: waiting for you to mention this the whole time. And we're like an hour in and you <laughs> just brought it up. I can't believe it. I forgot about it until now. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> um, following up the birthday cake in France, I love that they hear someone, hear a crier from the UK pavilion <laughs> while they're eating in France. I'm like, Sir?
1: How loud are you? He <laughs> I mean, was pretty loud. <laughs> yeah, like, w- excuse me, what? <laughs> Friends of Bobby. And he's announcing something at the American Pavilion. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, none of that made any sense nope. at all. Like Some of the cuts were so odd. Like, they would, like, clearly they filmed, like, one girl wait at a different time than the other girl. And, like, they would, like, show them looking over here. And they were looking somewhere that's, like, Three hundred feet away, they did what they could. As an editor, I was just like, "There are some choices here."
0: (laughs) Like, I would love to try to do the world showcase in the order in which they did the world showcase, and it would take your entire day.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, just to do that weird order. We're gonna do that next time we go. We're gonna recreate that video. Okay, even if it's just for us.
0: (laughs) We gotta. That means we gotta get. We have to go do origami in Japan. We have to Mm -hmm. go paint a shirt. We have in to get China. two pink
1: cell phones and a pink video camera.
0: <laughs> yes. We have to eat spaghetti in Italy. We have to eat. We have to get our caricature done. Yes. And eat cake in France. Yes. Um, we have to fill a pinata in Mexico. Yeah.
1: But not uh, hit, Oh, no, they do hit it. And then get random oh, yeah. children to hit it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that was. Yeah. Was that all of them?
1: I think. I'm sure we're missing something. We have to, like, go take the boat, get really excited about taking the boat. Draw some cards. Spend a lot, way more time than we should, at the American Pavilion. <laughs> we have to just pretend that Can Canada
0: Pavilion isn't there. Yep, just pretend it's not um, there. And Morocco.
1: I don't. Was Morocco <laughs> Pavilion
0: like? Did it even exist at this point? I truthfully don't know. It came later, but I, I think it had to have been there by that point. Like Morocco and Norway were not original pavilions. I'm going. To, I'm looking really quickly, and I don't I know if the
1: know. Africa outpost was there yet either.
0: So Morocco was definitely there. Morocco opened in
1: 1984. They just oh oh yeah, and they didn't go to Germany. Yeah, they had the one lady from Germany say "Happy Birthday, Barbie," but mm-hmm. that was it. They didn't have anyone from Morocco. Um, and I thought it was. I always thought it was odd, even as a kid, that every single person said "Happy Birthday, Barbie" in their own language, except in Japan, she said it only in English. That's weird. Yeah, I just, that was a really random thing I noticed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My favorite was like the little, that little boy in his little goofy hat. Yes. uh, Maybe his brother.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So cute. That thing where like kids stick their head back like, happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to voice a character, a cartoon character (laughs) with that. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So you heard it here first. This is happening. Tiffany and I, I'm going to make those costumes. I will pay any amount of money. To make this happen, we have to get someone to do one of our hair and like, but it has to come up to us randomly. <laughs> <laughs> Done. We just have to go places and be like, I wish I could have hair like Barbie. And then we're next to like an Aurora wig. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, where are we going to find? Where are we going to find that? Oh, my gosh. There is this video by Tammy Tuck- Tucky, um, and it's called "Barbie birth- Barbie's Birthday Party Tribute at Walt Disney World Epcot. Uh, 19 and it pays tribute to the show and it's amazing because she gets so many people who are involved in this production and interviews them and she even recreates the scene where she's sitting somewhere and that exact same woman who did the hair in the Barbie video is like oh do you want me to do your hair and it blew my mind I watched it three times in a row because it blew my mind so much to watch this video <laughs> the video was great it It looked like it was
0: just going to be like what we were talking about, just going and like kind of replicating that video. Mm -hmm. But there's so much more to it than that. I was like, this is delightful. (laughs) How did you contact these people? Where did you find them? They showed up to the park for you. I need it's amazing. I have questions. She
1: got like every dancer, not every, but like most of the dancers in the show. She got a lot of the tech crew. She got the actor who played like the narrator, like everybody. I just, I couldn't believe it. It's incredible. Bravo. bravo! <laughs> yeah. You like
0: definitely watch it. Watch the show. Watch the video. Yes. And then what it's, you need to set aside an hour. All right. Yes. You got set aside an hour. You're going to watch yeah. the video first, the promo video. Mm-hmm. You're going to watch a recording of the actual show. And mm-hmm. then you're going to watch her video about it.
1: Yes. Perfect afternoon. Yeah. Perfect quarantine afternoon. <laughs> you got nothing but time. You got nothing yeah, we but got time. Nothing but time. <laughs> when
0: I posted, I had done some screen or posted these photos that I have from when I saw the show in my story and somebody commented and was like, that guy that plays Ken still works in Walt Disney World. Oh, my gosh. So, I heard he was like a longtime employee. Yeah. His name is Billy Flanagan. He's been working as a performer for at Disney World for over 40 years. He's been in the Finding Nemo show. He currently, well, up until whatever currently is now, mm-hmm. um, is in the Hoopde Doo Review, and he was recently in a bunch of news articles in quarantine. He's been riding his bike. He's like an avid cyclist. And he's ridden his bike like over 3,000 miles to do flanograms to like his friends and colleagues like throughout Florida. And oh my gosh. just like showing up and like singing them a song and then riding away on his bike. It was all Good Morning America. He's got like this. He's, he's like a Disney legend. And he's doing like really fun Cool stuff. He has an incredible voice. Very
1: talented. Yeah. Shout out to Billy Flanagan, who's still crushing it and is great. <laughs> if Billy Flanagan wants to meet us in Orlando after quarantine, we're there. <laughs> we'll be there. We'll go on a bike ride. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll go try it. I can, can kind of ride a bike, okay, as long as it's flat. <laughs> yeah. You have to You have to look it up. I'll send you the article. Oh, about yes, it. please. It's pretty amazing. I think he was even in that the video we mentioned, like, doing mm-hmm. a – yeah. He's just – oh, I just, yeah. That was the best fun fact I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. He's a legend. Was, it's funny. I was.
0: I would like looked him up on YouTube and just watched a video of him doing like an, a a one man
1: kind of cabaret performance, and it's delightful. We need to start a petition to make him an official Dis- Disney Legend. Yes. If anyone deserves it, it's him. <laughs> if, you, if you've been performing for that long, you deserve yes. something. And like in that, so many iconic shows. Yeah. Do you have any final thoughts on the magical world of Barbie? For Bobby's birthday? For,
0: for Bobby's <laughs> birthday. Um, I don't. Just what a what a trip down memory lane. Mm-hmm. I got like a lot of feelings watching all this stuff because I'm just – I was flooded with what it was like to be a
1: kid again. And I feel like it's one of those things that has anyone, especially like mostly girls, but I feel like anyone who's like 28 to like 36, 37, maybe even like 30 to 37 – has very strong feelings about that video. And then no one else knows what it is.
0: It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty. The scope is really limited, especially because the show wasn't around for so long. So that tape would have only been around an even shorter amount of time. Yeah, it could only, even be smaller, yeah. Yeah, you're only going to promote that show for a little bit. You can't, you know, you're going to have a finite number of VHS. You're going to promo the show and then the show's going to come out and then you're not going to, you know, promo it anymore. So I would love to know numbers of how,
1: how many people got that VHS. And the upload on YouTube is a good upload. Like I'm really happy that they did like a like as high quality as VHS can be good upload.
0: Release it on Disney Plus. Release, Release it, it on Disney Plus. Keyboards. <laughs> you have the film.
1: You're the I only want, ones that can do it. <laughs> I want like the 35th anniversary of that video or you know, like 30th anniversary. It's going to be in like four or five years. I want that.
0: We need Disney. a campaign for this. Yep, we need to make everyone. a
1: campaign because they have that page
0: where you can submit whatever you want on Disney+. Plus. We need, like, 50,000 people. Yes. <laughs> to be like, put it up, put it up, put it up. It Barbie's happen, birthday. <laughs> but I want it to
1: happen. I need to meet that French chef. I hope he's still around. I hope he's, like, has a beautiful shop and he's just, like, living his best life making Barbie cakes. <laughs> Could you imagine? i I'm have surprised. Have you ever had the birthday cake made for you for your birthday? Um, I've had, you know, like the ones with the Barbie in the middle. I'm Mm -hmm. sure I've had that like at least once. They're like the princess cakes. Um, I would like that now. They're usually not, princess cakes aren't the best cakes though.
0: No, but I'm surprised you haven't had someone make that tiered cake that he makes that
1: says like, happy birthday Barbie. If I ever get married, I should do that. Let's do it. Yes. Cause that, that, that's probably like a thousand dollar (laughs) cake. Well, talk to Jenny Ray. She can decorate. We'll, fig- we'll okay. figure it out. Okay, we're gonna do this for my next birthday. We're gonna have <laughs> a Barbie's birthday cake with a French chef making it and delivering it. With it. I- I'll start auditions now. <laughs> Please submit your auditions. The thirteen, thirteen. <laughs> oh well, thank you so much for being on. This was so
0: much fun. <laughs> this was great. We went down. We went down a path. I was ready to go, and I'm <laughs> delighted that we did. I feel. I'm, having, I'm like in a
1: great mood. Yes. This <laughs> is <just>, this ruled. <laughs> a special thanks to our patrons, Aaron, Mandy, Tori, Sean, Jennifer, Tiffany, Valerie, Jenny, Wynnette, Lauren, and Danny. Please visit our website at www.1313harborthepodcast.com. You can email questions and episode requests to 1313harborthepodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening, and to all who come to this happy podcast,
0: welcome!